live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Welcome to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. What a holy Thursday it is. It is Thursday, April 1st. April 1st, year of our Lord, 2021. And I got to say, have we all been fooled? Is this just April Fool's? Did we wake up and, 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 and resident Joe Biden is really not in the White House? No, I think he is. Corn Pop is there and he is. Uh, he has no idea where he is. He has no idea what he's doing, but he is there. So uh, it is April Fool's Day. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, 2021. Welcome to Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of this amazing patriotic show, uh, Jeremy Harrell. And I just want to thank all of you for your continued, continued viewership, your continued support, and not only that, but your courage to take what you hear on this show and put action behind it. And there's no show that I know other than maybe Steve Bannon's show where the audience is so driven, so determined for not only uh, the truth that they hear on the show, but also to take that truth and to uh, put it to use and put it to action. So I want to congratulate all of you for doing just that over the last five or six months right here on Live from America. Okay, so um, people who are watching on YouTube, Shout out to you. People who are watching on the website, shout out to you. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for going to JeremyHerald.com for everything. For those listening on the podcast, I want to say shout out to you. And hopefully uh, you are being safe as you're driving in your car listening to this podcast. And for those who watch the show later after it airs, I want to say thank you. Because the majority of the views come from the folks who cannot watch it live. And the majority of the shares come from those who watch it later. So I want to thank you so very much. As we do every day here on Live from America. Uh, and we got one heck of a show for you today. This is going to be a bombshell of a show. So if you ever wanted to share it with a friend, now's the time to do so. Um, but let's give some live shout outs to those who are watching on social media and on the website right now. And I'd like to give a shout out to Krista Devins from upstate New York. She said, shout me out in capital letters. So that must mean that's some serious stuff right there. That's serious business. Uh, Hans, Hans McConaughey from Michigan. I hope I said that right. That's a very difficult last name. Jennifer, uh, boy, there's some hard names today. Jennifer Luce, Luce's from Delaware. Hi. I'm from Delaware. Happy, happy April Fool's, she says. Billy Matthews from South Carolina. Regina Johnson from Oklahoma. We got, uh, who else we got? J- J- uh, Jonita Alba from Nebraska. Lauren Cole from Pennsylvania. How you doing? Richard Summers is watching from, um, he says, good morning from Reagan's birthplace. Kathleen Graham is watching from New York. Uh, we got Andrea Lloyd watching also on social media and on the website. Um, says, uh, God bless all the patriots here and out in the world that are fighting for information and freedom. I could not agree more. Let's give a couple more here. Linda Conrad is watching from her uh, from her, her Second Amendment Sanctuary Village in Wisconsin. She says, Jody Hodges. She says she watches twice a day. Well, thank you for your continued support and your dedication to this show. It's truly 
appreciated. Robert Navarro, and one more, let's give a shout out to, let's see, somebody that we've never given a shout out, a name that I don't recognize. How about this, Stephanie Rankin from Kentucky. Stephanie, shout out to you and thank you for watching the show today. I'd also like to give a, a very special shout out to Miss Tamara Par uh, Parsons. Parsons or Parsons? I think it's Parsons, yes. Tamara Parsons. I did receive your donation in the mail, Miss Tamara, and I want to thank you so very much for your dedication and your support for this show, as it is entirely viewer-funded. So any growth or any consistency of this show or, or, or longevity is, is dependent completely on that because I will not take sponsor, uh, corporate sponsorship in any way, shape, or form. All right, we got about 1,300 people watching on social media. If you guys could all reach down and like the, the uh, video so we can match the likes with the views. And also, if you guys could copy the link and share it, we are 84 days of military occupation on our in our nation's capital on our nation's soil and we are 380 days of 15 days to slow the spread i want to encourage you guys to read the scrolling text at the bottom because down there you will see uh, address in order to ship any gifts or any uh letters or donations to also all of the social media uh web sites uh, the names of the sites or or, or i should say my handle on those sites are also in the bottom section of the scrolling, uh, the scrolling words. Guys, this is Holy Week. So I'm not going to do a verse of the day today. I did a verse today on uh, this morning on the newsletter. But today I'm not going to do a verse. I'm actually going to speak to you a little bit about Holy Week. Now this is a very holy week for not only Jews but Christians. A very important Judeo-Christian time right now. Okay, So Palm Sunday, it started with Passover, right? Then we got Palm Sunday, which was this last Sunday, where Jesus entered Jerusalem. And then we have Holy Monday. I want you guys to, to know these days and what happened on these days, especially for newer Christians or people who've been away for quite a while, okay? Um, Alyssa says, Jeremy loves gifts. Yes, I do. I love, especially this one. Nobody it's like my favorite. But anyway, I want to go through these days for those who, uh, who have been away from, uh, away from the Bible or away from Christianity or for those who are newer, okay? Holy Monday. That is the day that Jesus freed the sacrificial animals and cleansed the temple. Holy Tuesday. Jesus taught at the temple as he did ever since he was just a young boy. I mean, going back and, and, and watching the life of Jesus and knowing what he did as such a young lad was so incredible. It was it's true, especially for that day and time when they didn't have internet and they couldn't get information the way he was um, the way he was giving it out. Okay, and then we have Holy uh, Wednesday. A disciple named Judas Iscariot betrayed Jesus for pieces of silver. Then we have Maundy Thursday, the Last Supper, with the disciples and Jesus washed their feet. And then that's, so that's today. And then of course, good Friday, which is tomorrow where Jesus was crucified on the cross. Darkness covered the whole earth. Holy Saturday, Jesus rested in the tomb. And then of course, resurrection Sunday, Jesus is risen. His death, burial, and resurrection paid for our sins and gives all who believe in him eternal life. And today we are on Thursday. Now, think about this day. Jesus knew what was coming for him. Jesus knew the pain and the torture 
that was coming for him. He knew. And he asked God, God, if it is your will, please take this from me. Don't, he didn't want to go, he didn't want to go through with it. He didn't want to, he didn't want to have to go through the pain and the torture he was going through. But he gave in, he surrendered to God's will and did what needed to be done for you and I to be close to God. This is a very, very, very important week and every day has a, has a meaning. Okay? Every day has a meaning. So I want you guys to, to understand how important this week is uh, for not only Jews but Christians as well and, uh, and know what each day represents. Also, I'd like to uh, tell you something that really, really pained my heart yesterday when I saw this. But a new report is out showing that church attendance drops below 50% for the first time in United States history. Think about that. At the same time as you have Democrats flooding in illegal aliens, who most I would say are Catholic because I I would assume most are from South America, but regardless, they're trying to cleanse what they call cleanse this country, change it drastically. And the two things that they did was to get God out of everything. Get God out of schools. Get God out of the workplace. Get God out of your, 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 your friendly talks. Get God out of your lives. And fundamentally transform this country uh, based on ethnicity and race and color and creed and religion. They didn't like what this country was founded on. Hence, they didn't like the founding fathers. Because the founding fathers built this country on a Judeo-Christian foundation. And that is why this country became the greatest country of all time. Veronica Hickson says, I say fake news. Don't know what she's talking about there, but... Oh, you must be talking about the church attendance. Well, that's what the report says. The church attendance drops below 50% for the first time in U.S. history. And that's scary to me. That is truly, truly scary. Truly scary. Um, so let's get into talking, uh, 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 let's, let's get into the Lord's prayer. How about that? And then we got a ton of stuff to go through. Like I said, today's show is going to be explosive. So if you're somewhere where you can say it out loud, please say it loud and proud. If you can't say it out loud, then please say it in here for your soul, for your Holy spirit to hear it. Okay. So let's get, let's get to it. Here we go. Please say it with me. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. We got a great gift of life, and I'm not about to waste another minute uh, away from God or out of step with God. And, and, and that's what's great. That's what's great about uh, being saved. That part right there. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on. Again, we are 84 days into our military occupation of our nation's capital, 380 days into 15 days to slow the spread. And the very first story of the day today is going to get the very first dum-dum award of the day today. And this dum-dum award is going to go to cities like Atlanta and cities like Portland, who decided that they were going to jump on the defund the police bandwagon for the last year and a half. My question to all of you is how did that work out for you? 
How did that work out for you? Well, the good thing about that is, is time always tells, right? Hindsight is always 2020. And now we know how that worked out for them because those same cities who screamed, defund the police, defund the police with their fist in the air and their woke-topia ideas, thinking that they were part of this big woke culture, they are now dumping millions of dollars back into police departments to fund the police because homicides and crime has went up 500, 600, 700% in some places, DC, Atlanta, Portland, and many other places. So you, for all of you screaming, defund the police, you get the dumb, dumb award of the day today. And if you can tell the the sound of the bucket was a little louder, that's because we emptied the buckets out and by a ratio of five to one, the swamp donkey bucket had that many more lollipops or dum-dums in them than the rhino bucket. So <laughs> defund the police, defund the police. We can't have them anymore. Oh, did we get on TV saying that? Oh, did you get us on, on video saying that? Did you put that on social media? Okay. Now let's fund the police again because we can't, our city can't survive. Oh, April fools, right? Defund and then refund. Um, Project Veritas, they've been doing incredible work at investigative journalism. Now, I will admit that their journalism is to expose all the people doing bad in this world. All right? Never hear like a great story coming from Project Veritas. But how many news organizations do you watch? Or independent media uh, people do you watch where you get good news? Not very many, right? Uh, but I will, I will say that I, I got to uh, interview Project Veritas uh, down at CPAC. I got to ha- spend some time uh, with the crew. And I got to say, I'm all about what their fight is for. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm behind it 100%. And as James O'Keefe said during the interview that I had down in CPAC, which is on this page, you should definitely check out that interview. Uh, he said uh, that his mentor, which was Andrew Breitbart, told him the best thing that you can do is when everybody else is running away from the flames of a, of, of a very dangerous story, run to the flames. Run to the flames. And that, and that was something that he said that stuck with me. So I'm going to show you a new video out by Project Veritas. And what they labeled this video is hashtag bodies under bridges. And this is, this is what I love about people like Project Veritas is they show you everything that happens under Democrat rule. And the Democrat hypocrites pretend like none of this is going on. And the only thing that ever happened bad was under President Donald J. Trump. But it wasn't. And I'm about to show you. Bodies under bridges. Here you go, folks. Those are aliens inside of the the fenced area. One of our insiders just gained access to this incredibly restricted makeshift processing center in Granjejo, Texas. It's located under the Anzaldúa International Bridge. What you're looking at is never-before-seen footage of all ages lying in the dirt, operating.
Oh, I never switched it over? Hold on. Let's switch it over and go back. Sorry about that, folks. Here we go. Aliens inside of the defense area. One of our insiders just gained access to this incredibly restricted makeshift processing center in Granjejo, Texas. It's located under the Anzadua International Bridge. What you're looking at is never-before-seen footage showing migrants of all ages lying in the dirt, operating. If you're an insider working near the southern border, email us at veritastips at protonmail.com. Now, see, it's that kind of footage right there that we need. It's that kind of footage, and I'm sorry, I apologize for not showing you the video in the beginning. I was too focused on um, somebody that you guys were talking about to block from the, the feed, which I did, by the way. Um, so I had to go back and show you the video. But when I saw that, I said, you're not going to see this on MSNBC. You're not going to see this on Fox News. You're not going to see this on C, uh, you know, CBS or ABC. You're not going to see any of that. Why? Because that right there is what happens when Democrats are in charge. They scream one thing and, and, and do it themselves and point the finger at somebody else. They told President Trump how bad of a job he was doing. President Trump couldn't have been more humane. He couldn't have been more humane in the way he handled people that came across the border. And as a matter of fact, in his policies alone and the deal that he struck with Mexico was instant, instant, um, basically was instantaneous when it came to the hum treating these people humane because it, it, it didn't incent incentivize them to make the trip anyway. So all of the coyotes, all of the smugglers, all of the money, all of the drugs, all of the raping, all of the assaults, those that went down by like 30 and 40% because of President Trump's policies. Meanwhile, you had people like AOC <laughs> and, and Biden and Kamala Harris and everybody else just trashing Trump. Meanwhile, they take over and you see what happens. That's why they didn't want Ted Cruz showing you the video of inside the, the, uh, the facility. And that's why you won't see any of this stuff on mainstream media. You know what? Even though these people are illegal, even though they're illegal aliens and they don't belong here, when I see that stuff, it makes me cringe. It makes me sick. Because even though I don't think they should be on U.S. soil, they still shouldn't be made to sleep in dirt. And they shouldn't need to be sleep to, uh, to sleep on top of each other. There's outbreaks of lice. There's outbreaks of tuberculosis. There's outbreaks of skin diseases. There's outbreaks of COVID. Meanwhile, you're locking down Americans. You're locking down schools. You're locking down children. You're locking down businesses. And you're giving these people a, a, a total of tens of millions of dollars without a court date even and shipping them all over the country. And, and people like myself way up here in New Hampshire, you see people up here going, that's not happening. That's not happening because they don't see it yet. But guess what? These people are going to be in your cities, in your states, in your towns, if they already aren't. Now, somebody sent me a very, very, very interesting email today. Okay. Actually, it was a message through Instagram, I, sh I should say. And they said, you know, the Democrats are trying to flood this 
uh, country with these people and give them a ton of money so that they'll vote Democrat. She says, but the funny thing about it is, is it might backfire and we could probably push it over the edge to backfire. And I said, well, how do you mean? And she said, well, think about it. Most of these, com- most of these people come from socialist or, or, or uh, communist countries. And the last thing they want is to live in another socialist or communist country, right? I said, yeah. And she said, and most of these people are from South America and they're Catholic or Christian. She goes, so we might have a very good opportunity here if they're going to be, if the ones that are coming are staying, at least until we can figure out how to, how to send them back, we might have a very good opportunity here to turn them red. And I said, Hey, you know what? You might be onto something there. You might be onto something there. Christians who are probably conservative, who probably do not want socialism and communism or any kind of dictatorship, they, they need to know they're being lied to. They need to know they're being catered to. They need to know they're being pampered just for the vote. I said, hmm, you might be onto something there. <laughs> Deborah Ryokum says, Jeremy, why is the chat not rolling? The chat's rolling on my side. The chat's rolling on my side. So maybe... Maybe the Republicans need to come up with some kind of a strategy, some kind of a marketing PR campaign here where it says, hey, do you like where you left? Do you like why you left? Because in about 20 years, you're going to be right back there, right here in America. And I said, hmm, how how would that work if that came back to bite the Democrats in the rear end because of that? (laughs) I say that deserves a slurp. Um, yes, Donna, we are going to call somebody. We're going to do that at the end of the show. So make sure you stick around so we can call AOC's office at the end of this, um, at the end of this show. Okay. We're going to talk about a a win real quick. The state of Kentucky, Kentucky lawmakers passed a bill and I posted this on my telegram last night, but they passed a bill called easy to vote, hard to cheat. And it's an election reform bill. Here's the great thing about this bill. If you live in Kentucky, it had a bipartisan effort. 91 to 3, the bill uh, passed. 91 to 3. How great is that? And this is what this is what we need to start seeing as a country. We've seen it in New Hampshire. We've seen it in a couple other states. And now we're seeing it in, in, in states like Kentucky, where people are working together at a lower level, at a state level, realizing what's good for their state. And they're putting, part, they're putting politics aside. And that was a 91 to 3 bipartisan vote. So great job for the lawmakers of Kentucky to pass this bill. It is an election reform bill. Yes, it does make it a little easier to vote in the fact that they are um, giving you some a, a little bit of extra time uh, uh, for early voting and that they're allowing drop boxes to be more accessible. But those drop boxes must be inside. They must be guarded. They must be safe. They cannot be outside. And there's a, there's a ton of other things that involved in this bill as well. But it really worked out for both sides. But the greatest part about the bill is it made it super hard to cheat. Super hard to cheat. So, it got bipartisan support, but now here's the uphill battle it faces. Now it's going to the Democrat governor there. And the Democrat governor there is named Andy Bashir, And Andy Bashir is definitely a huge liberal. However... If Andy Bashir and if all of you in Kentucky make sure that you call the office of your governor, call the office of your congresspeople and your representatives and let them know that you're behind this 100% and that you're so happy, here's the key. I am so happy this had bipartisan uh, 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 signatures, bipartisan vote. I'm so happy that our state is working together. Won't you also work for the will of the people, Andy Bashir? Even though you're a Democrat and you're the governor there, won't you work 
won't you also sign this bill into law since it was the will of actually everybody? So you guys in, in Kentucky, you need to make sure that you get in gear there and make sure that you um, uh, you push that along so that, that Governor Andy Bashir signs that into law. One state at a time, and we're, and we're going to make sure that 2022 and 2024 do not see the same fate as 2020 saw. Okay? All right, moving on. I want to give my first Smarty Award of the day today, and I'm actually going to give this Smarty Award to a Democrat. Now, I'm, I, if, if a Democrat does something good, you know how we do it on this show. When Kirsten Cinema stood up, we, we, we call her and we thank her and we tell her that you know she has our support. When Joe Manchin stands up, we call him, we thank him. We do. And when rhinos get out of line, we hold them accountable too, hence why there's dum-dums in the rhino bucket. Okay, but today I'm going to give this Smarty Award to somebody I did not think I was going to ever give it to, and that is Rita Hart from Iowa. And Rita Hart from Iowa is the Democrat who ran to Nancy Pelosi and cried to her to help her steal the seat that she not only lost the first time, but lost on a recount the second time, signed off on that she acknowledged the recount was secure, and then the Republican there uh, was sworn in and has been on the job for three months. Then all of a sudden, without any court cases, without any kind of legal action whatsoever, Nancy Pelosi, Stretchface Armstrong, the Wicked Witch of Washington, flew in on her little broom, okay, and she said, I am stealing this seat from the Republicans and giving it to the Democrat. Well, the reason I'm giving the Smarty Award to Rita Hart today is because I am pleased to tell you that by pressure from people in this audience and by the pressure from the people in Iowa, she has now given up that fight. She has called off the dogs and she's handed the win for the third time now to the GOP and the Republican who won it in the first place. So shout out to the GOP. Shout out to everybody in Iowa for the third win of the same election that you shouldn't have had to go through in the first place. But I will give the Smarty Award um, to Rita Hart for giving up that fight. Why she gave up the fight, I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know why she gave up the fight, but she did. So I'm happy with that. I'm excited with that. Courage is contagious, and you get the Smarty Award. So if you live in Iowa, or even if you don't, reach out to Rita Hart. I'm sure she still has an office. Reach out and say thank you for doing the right thing and basically giving up the claims to this fight because it was a fight that you were never going to win anyway and the Wicked Witch of Washington can now ride away on her broom, go back to the swamp, and continue stapling her face to the back of her head. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give another Smarty Award right back to back. This Smarty Award is going to go to the Arizona Senate for having the courage to continue to stand up even though the Maricopa uh, board of Supervisors uh, kept stalling, kept stalling, kept stalling, kept trying to go through more uh, litigation and more litigation to the fact where to the point where they couldn't do it anymore. And the Arizona Senate stood their ground. They with they withstood all of that stalling and all of that name calling and all of the racist rhetoric that George is going through right now. And they have picked four firms to do the forensic audit of the Dominion machines. In Maricopa County, 2.1 million votes, ladies and gentlemen, 2.1 million votes of which we know that at least 400,000 of them uh, had to be adjudicated. 400,000 of them might not be for the person that they went to. So this is going to be really interesting. And the great part about this is of the four firms that they have hired to do this forensic audit they are using Javon Hutton Pulitzer's technique they're using his method 
in order to do the forensic audit. So I would imagine that he will be in some way, shape, or form involved, at least on a consultant level. And ladies and gentlemen, Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. You're going to see some crazy things over the next few months. You're going to see some crazy things over the next few months. But I want to just congratulate the people of Arizona and I want to congratulate the, the uh, state representatives who, who some of them I've met and I want to say thank you for standing up for the rest of this country because it's truly incredible it's truly incredible so a big smarty to you guys now I want to give you guys an update <laughs> ah, this is amazing first of all Delta I told you yesterday that the left was on a full-on war against Georgia, trying to ruin the citizens of Georgia, trying to ruin businesses in Georgia, trying to ruin everything about Georgia, even though just a few months ago they loved Georgia, right? Now they hate Georgia again because Georgia passed common sense election laws and very fair election laws as well. Everybody has access. Everybody can go vote. Nobody is barred from voting, regardless of the whole Jim Crow law effort, the Jim Crow effort that the Democrats are putting forward, which is just another racist, racist, racist. Okay, but Delta, I told you yesterday that Delta came out and Delta made a statement. Why Why there's an airline making a statement anyways, I have no clue. But Delta comes out, makes a statement about how uh, unethical and how racist that the that the election laws in Georgia are. Well, here's the funny thing about it, is the CEO opposes Georgia's unacceptable voter law. That's a quote, unacceptable voter ID law. But currently, a photo ID is required in order to fly with Delta Airlines. Isn't that funny? Isn't that amazing that he says that they are unacceptable racist ID laws, but at the same time, if you go to get on an airplane with Delta, you have to show a photo ID. Isn't that odd? Isn't that weird and ironic? But here's the great thing about it is the the, uh, the Georgia House has now stripped Delta of their tax break that Georgia was giving them. So play stupid games, win stupid prizes, and I'd like to give the big dumb dumb award. Or, well, it's not a big one; it's a small one, but the dumb dumb award, nevertheless, to Delta and the CEO there for being so hypocritical. But you know, play stupid games. <laughs> win stupid prizes and now the house in georgia has <laughs> has stripped them of their tax break that's what happens that's what happens when you go outside the lane and you and you do something that you have no business doing and that's making a statement about a state's election laws when you are an airline so delta and ceo of delta nobody cares about you or your airline, and hopefully everybody stops flying with Delta. Isn't it? What are they? The friendly skies? <laughs> How about the, the unacceptable ID skies? <laughs> oh, now, here's what I really want to tell you we got another dumb, dumb award to give away. And this one is going to go to Coca-Cola because Coca-Cola actually made the same accusations. They said, and they have a big, huge plant in Georgia, and they said that Georgia's voting laws are racist. But here's the funny thing about that, too, guys. The CEO of Coca-Cola also requires an ID, a photo ID, to be shown in order to gain admission to the annual shareholders meeting. Again, what a dum-dum, huh? Coca-Cola. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to break some new news right here that nobody knows, that nobody's ever heard before. We have a new nickname. 
we we love our nicknames here on Live from America, and we thank Donald Trump for helping us out and and and, and giving us the idea to to give everybody a nickname. Because God knows that I got nicknames from liberals, right? I'm sure I do. All right, like the hippo patriot, the hippo patriot. <laughs> I think they're funny, but I have a brand new nickname for Coca Cola. We're going to call them Woca-Cola from now on. I may even make a shirt that looks similar to their logo, Woca-Cola. I will never buy one ever again. Not that I drink Coca-Cola anyway, but considering that they wanted to be in Woketopia and they wanted to be right there alongside Delta and Hollywood demonizing a state for uh, putting in through their own election laws, you know, to keep their own elections safe, Woca-Cola <laughs> is right there amongst the... Uh, the biggest dum-dums in Woketopia. So, Woca-Cola and Delta, may God have mercy on your business. Woca-Cola, try one today. <laughs> All right. I want, to, uh, I want to move to the family farm that we're going to be giving money to, okay? Go woke, go broke. Exactly. Buy Coke. Lainey says, go woke, go broke, buy Coke. <laughs> Woca-Cola. <laughs> All right, um, so I told you guys that for every month, we would give 10% of everything that we made in the online store that you guys buy from on jeremyherald.com to a family farm who might be struggling, right? Well, we, I, I asked you to send me some names of some family farms and where they were. I asked you to send them to Instagram or Telegram. We ended up getting a few, and uh, I want to tell you who I chose. Let me get to there. I want to read it for you real quick so I don't I don't screw anything up here, okay? So the family farm is out of Kansas that we are giving the money to. And I will tell you the name of this farm. So <clears throat> here's here's a little bit about the farm, okay? They have been struggling since the man of the house whose name's Chad, his name is Chad Fock, F O C K E. It could be Focky but I'm not sure 100% how to pronounce their last names, all right? Um, so the uh, they've been struggling ever since Chad was diagnosed with cancer in December, all right? The, um, the woman of the house, whose name's Mandy, Chad's wife Mandy, uh, has been doing her best to keep the farm running while also raising their four girls, ages ranging from 11 down to four, year old, four years old. I have a friend who suggested these folks uh, and her kids go to school with their kids. And the name of the farm is Fock Family Farm. And they are, uh, they live in Kansas. So we, I'm, I, because of the, I, I know how hard it is to be a, a single mom. I know how hard it is for, for women of the house to even, even just stay at home moms, like I've said, are the heart, are the hardest working people on the planet. They just are. I've seen it firsthand and stay at home moms are the hardest. But then you add on being uh, running the farm because because the your husband came down with cancer uh, and we pray for him as well. I, I I can't even imagine how hard that family uh, the, of a time that that family is having. So uh, $500 is going to be giving to the Fock family farm. They might be watching. Um, actually, Julie Klein, who's watching, is friends with them. And they're going to get the $500. Uh, donation from Live from America, and that all comes from you guys buying apparel on the store. So I just I couldn't wait to announce that. I'm so very happy that this family is getting a little bit of money. Now you want to know something even better than that? 
You want to know something even better than that? I was reached out to by a, a woman named Anna Fisher. And Anna Fisher reached out to me this morning and said, my husband comes from a farming family. We would like, this is the greatness of God right here, guys. This is what makes me want to cry right here. Ready? <clears throat> we would like to match your $500 donation. I'm not sure how to go about sending the money, but praying that you get the message. So Anna Fisher, if you're watching, I did send you a message back. I want to just tell you, thank you. I want to ask God to bless you so much because that means so much to me personally. And I know it means a lot to the people who watch this show. And I know it will mean a lot to the family, uh, the Fox family. So thank you so very much. Um, and I just want to, if, if, if you're watching, uh, Chad and Mandy, I want to let you know that you got a thousand dollars coming towards, coming your way to help with seed or anything else that you, your planting season coming up or anything that you need, pay your bills, take your kids out, do anything you need to, to get your minds off the struggles. And I just am so very happy to be able to be a part of helping you guys out. And it's, 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 we're united by the gospel. So God bless you guys. And, uh, hopefully we'll have you on. Hopefully we can have you on. And, uh, um, if you don't want to come on, that's fine. But if you ever want to come on and, and for any, for any reason to speak to the audience here, who's, who, who, who's helped out, uh, you're more than welcome to, and I'll talk to you guys off air, but thank you so very much. And uh, I can't wait for the next family farm to get some money, uh, at the end of April. Um, so thank you, Anna Fisher for doubling the, the donation. And, uh, Hey, this is how we change the world. This is how we change the world. All right. <clears throat> I need. I need a sip. I need a sip for that one. Hold on, guys. Oh, man. Mm. Praise God, huh? Praise the Lord. I am so incredibly inspired right now. I kind of just want to like, I don't know, like go save the world or something. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> anyway, I want to get uh, moving on because we got a few more things to cover before we call AOC. Um Going back to yesterday, to Laura Trump's interview with President Trump. Now, we knew that Facebook and Instagram actually sent emails, direct contact, to Laura and her team saying, if you put this interview up, we're going to delete it. And then once they put the interview up, lo and behold, Facebook and Instagram deleted it. Just like they said they would. And not only they deleted it because not only President Trump's face, but his voice is not allowed to be on their platforms, they said. Right? Okay. We got you. We understand. We get the whole picture. Ready for this? What's going to happen when President Trump goes to the border next week or the week after? What do you think is going to happen? Well, let me tell you what's going to happen. MSNBC, ABC, CBS, Fox News, CNN... CNBC, all the news outlets are going to be down there clamoring to get video footage of President Trump. Why? Because their news organizations are failing without him and failing worse than they were with him, even when he was calling them fake news. They are failing so bad right now, they're literally having to lay people off in most of these places. What's going to happen when they go get footage of President Trump at the border? Because you know they're going to put it on their social media websites, right? You know they're going to put that on their Facebook pages and their Instagram pages and their Twitter pages because that's how most people see that their content nowadays, right? Nope. I don't want it there. I want it removed. You want to play this game? I will have thousands and thousands and thousands of people, and I'm sure that that, that word will, will carry on 
Uh, and as much as I want to see President Trump and I want to see him on these platforms, he doesn't, they don't deserve his presence. They do not deserve his presence. So when all these companies on the left try to make money off President Trump going to the border, I don't want his face or his voice on these social media platforms because that's what they wanted, right? So that means that Fox News should be blocked. MSNBC should be blocked. CNN should be blocked. Um, all of these companies should be blocked, right? If they try to put President Trump's face or his voice on their social media platforms, right? That's only fair. Or what happens when President Trump runs again for office for president? Are you meaning to tell me, Facebook and Instagram, that you aren't going to allow Fox and the rest of these news, fake news organizations to put his speeches on there because he's banned? No, it's not going to happen. What's going to happen is Facebook is going to say, well, they're allowed to do it because they're a news organization. They're a reputable news organization. Or as soon as Fox and everybody else puts their stuff up on there, Facebook is going to say, okay, well, his lifetime ban isn't, isn't still in effect. What's, you just watch. Just watch how these people eat their words and put their own foot in their mouth constantly. But when he goes to the border in a week or so, and they try to put all of their footage up on social media, I think all of us need to write, write Hannity, write anybody who millions of people watch and break the story of, no, 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 no. You have to block them. You have to suspend them, and you have to take down their, um, their content. Because you said that President Trump's face and voice isn't allowed there. So, mm, right? Are we on to something there or what? I just wanted to bring that up. Moving on, North Carolina State House. If you live in the North, if you live in the state of North Carolina, uh, you should know that your house has just passed a bill limiting the powers of Democrat Governor Roy Cooper's, limiting his emergency powers to never lock you down again. So if you live in the state of North Carolina, you definitely want to reach out to your representatives, show them that they have your support or that you, yes, that they have your support and that you're going to be with them and that you agree with the fact that the governor should not be able to lock you down, keep you in your house, make you wear masks, shut your schools down. So I want to give a big shout out to North Carolina State House for passing this bill. Hopefully it moves right up through and uh, hopefully they can limit the powers of Roy Coopers. Okay. Um, I want to give you an update on Representative Matt Gates as well. We all know that the New York Times and the left is doing a ma major hit piece on him right now. Why? Because he's gaining popularity. The same reason they're trying to demoralize Governor Ron DeSantis, because they know that he is a top runner for president someday. So they want to get rid of these people before they even get big like President Trump. That is why the New York Times got the story and broke it, so that they could destroy the investigation before anything really big happened. Well, here's an update on uh, Representative Matt Gates. Last night he revealed uh, he was in possession of the documents that confirm his disclosure of the extortion scheme by former DJ or DOJ official. So that's winning, ladies and gentlemen. He came on, denied, denied the story, said it's a lie, it's a smear campaign, here's what happened. He told that to Tucker. Then he comes back on and shows the documents and shows the proof. Says, I have the proof right here. I have the proof right here that confirm my disclosure of this extortion scheme to the FBI and how much we've been working together with them and what we had planned for this former DOJ official, which would have landed him in jail. But the New York Times wanted to save the DOJ official, which is why they leaked the story and now the investigation is dead. It is a complete fabricated scheme by the left, by the left in the DOJ, the corrupt DOJ, and the New York Times. 
And this is how Washington works, ladies and gentlemen, and this is why President Trump called it the swamp. Okay? Um, former acting ICE director Tom Homan, who I love, by the way, who completely skewered uh, the attempt by Congress that time that they called him in to, to, uh, to testify. I think it was about a year ago. He sat right there and told them all how, how dumb they were. And how none of them have any idea about what goes on at the border. And he, and he kept saying, if you don't like the border laws, you're the one who made them. So you guys change them. We're enforcing the laws that you guys put on the books to begin with. If you don't like them, it's your fault, not ours. If they're racist, it's your fault because you made them. Remember that guy? Well, he's now come out slamming AOC and the Biden residency on the border disaster said that it's a complete disaster and all of the deaths and all of the rapes and all of the crimes are on the hands of joe biden he also said that aoc should not be in congress she's not intelligent enough to be in congress and she's not um mature enough to be in congress and i couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more so for that and many other reasons we gave representative aoc the Dumb Dumb Award for the month of March. So I figured that we should call her office to let her know of the terrible job that we think she's doing in her district and that we gave her the Dumb Dumb Award on Live from America. Now, could you get in trouble for this? No. Nope. Because you're telling a United States representative exactly how you think they're doing as a job. We're not going to threaten her. We're not going to be rude to her. We're just going to call and leave a message for her if nobody picks up. So, I have a really nice... <laughs> oh, let's see here. I have a really, really nice thing picked out here of a crowd cheering. So we're going to do that as we call her. Are you ready? Let's do this. You've reached Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. To hear this menu in English, please press 1. Ooh. Para Español, por favor. Hi, this is Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Thank you for calling my Washington, D.C. office. To leave a comment or suggestion, please press 1. If you're calling from another congressional office, please press 2. To open a constituent case or to follow up on ongoing constituent case work, Thank you for calling the office of Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Federal, state, and local officials have advised that social distancing is critical to preventing the spread of COVID-19. As such, staff in the Congresswoman's D.C. and district offices will shortly begin telecommuting. If you are a constituent or congressional office, please leave a message on this line. Staff will return all messages from constituents with casework needs or other congressional offices during normal business hours. Meetings and other business will be conducted by phone or video. Constituents can also access information, request a meeting, and go file casework requests online at Thank you for your understanding. Record your message after the tone. When you've finished, you can hang up or press 1 for more options. Representative AOC, we are uh, citizens of this great country, and we would just like to call you and let you know of the terrible job that we think you're doing in your district, how incredibly unprofessional you are, and for all of those reasons, we here at Live from America give you the Dumb Dumb Award of the Month. 
Congratulations. God bless you. Enjoy Easter. Jesus has risen. Have a great day. Yeah, the Dum Dum Award of the Month for the month of March. And uh, hopefully, hopefully she looks up live from America <laughs> and finds this video. <laughs> Woo-wee, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, AOC, I will actually put her, uh, let me see. Let me put her number. Let me give you her number. Her number is 202-225-3965. Again, Number to Representative Acasio, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's office, 202-225-3965. Incredibly terrible job and very, very unqualified for the job that she has. So we had to give her the Dum Dum Award and we had to let her know about it too, right? <laughs> I'll let you know if anything comes of that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, I I was trying to get Ben Berkwam on the show for tonight. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to make it or not, but if he can, we'll bring Ben Berkwam on to give you some exclusive uh, information about the border that he's been, you know, kind of getting video footage of for the last three, four weeks. So if we can bring Ben Berkwam on tonight for the five o'clock show, we definitely will do so. If not, we'll still have a good show for you. Anyway, um, I wanted to let you know, that I will not be doing a show tomorrow. Tomorrow is a good Friday. I have plans with the family all weekend. Uh, very, very, very um, special time for Christians right now. So I will not be doing any show tomorrow. So you won't see me again after tonight until Monday. So I urge, if you <laughs> if you don't want to go that long, make sure that you, uh, you watch tonight's show. Share this video. Get it out. Let everybody know that we called AOC. And let everybody know that watches this video that there's a number that they can call and let her know exactly how she's doing too. But be polite. Be polite. Um, if you go to the JeremyHerald.com and you've been wanting to order something from the store, number one, a portion of it goes to help a family farm like it did today. Shout out to the Fox family. Also, we have big and tall sizes in there now. So if you've been, if you're a bigger person like me and you needed bigger sizes, uh, those sizes are now in there. So please uh, check the check the shirts out. There's new there's new ones coming next week. Uh, why be a dum dum when you can be a smarty for one of them? And uh, also, if you could become a monthly donor, uh, please do so. As we grow into digital TV, the bills are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And again, this is completely viewer funded. So I rely on you, and uh, I just thank you so very very much. So that's going to do it for today's show. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America, right here from the Live for Your Die state of New Hampshire. And I want to let you know that there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you, and we'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Rebirth of America! Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.